Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action for News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Commodore 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. And yes, as I thought to myself when I was packing up my decks for the drinkathon last weekend, you're going to need a bigger box. <laughs> What's in the box? Funny tidbit Did you know that they wanted Will Smith for the role of Brad Pitt? In seven? Yep. They also wanted good. Will Smith to be Neo in The Matrix. And I think they wanted Denzel to be Morgan Freeman. No, 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 no. Or Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, it was a white guy. It was Sean Connery. That's who they wanted to be, Morpheus. What? what? Yes. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the Matrix. I'm talking about Seven. Oh, also, no, I'm, talking, character. No. I'm talking about the Matrix. The original casting was Will Smith and Sean Connery. Oh, Nightmare. that is wow. that is garbage. <laughs> That's bad. That'd have been terrible. <laughs> Squeamy Gee getting caught up on meta traffic with the Weatherlight Report. Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street. We're going to start off the top of the cast of the latest in Carnage that ensued with 45 in the dash. Well, uh, my play group was a bunch of, I can't remember the phrase from uh, Elf, scruffy muggy muggins oh. or whatever it is. You had, two, you had two weeks to look at the phrase. <laughs> You're still at a loss. Uh, didn't get to play any games, so don't have anything to report there. Uh, but I am excited for the Drinkathon that is now will have happened in the past. Uh, hopefully, I can win. I uh, was joking around in our Facebook chat group today, and I think it'd be fun to build a Mimi deck of Ragnar. Mm, Ooh. A little Ragnar action, yeah. That's what I want. Squee. I doubt it, but did you play any games? I did not, but I have two pieces of information. Both are very exciting. One, Drinkathon. Can't wait to get back. Can't wait to play with like 18 different people. It's going to be amazing. Cannot yep. wait to get absolutely hammered while doing so. Going to be fantastic as well. Might have to 40A in the hot tub if it's still running. And then uh, number two, you all are now talking to an international award-winning packaging technician for beer. We won a silver medal in the European Beer Star Awards in a traditional German category. And we make German beer here in America. The only brewery to do so in America. Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Yeah. That's awesome. That was, yeah. that was a very exciting week. So we got a big award. We beat out a bunch of German breweries with their own style of beer. And we had to ship it overseas to do so. Wow. Even better. Nothing I more American imagine than that was cheap. Well, Big Tuck, did you save the cast and play a game of magic? I played several. Uh, and... Every once in a while on this cast, we're able to turn theory into reality. And I have turned our theory craft of Yurlock Scorched Thrash Ooh. into reality. Uh, it played way better than I thought it did. Uh, I played one game and didn't really do a whole lot. But uh, I, between a combination, I like was everyone was kind of attacking everyone. It was kind of an even game. But I had Yurlock. Uh, oh yes, this is where it all fell apart. Everything was going great, right? It was like turn. <laughs> I was like turn four or five. I had Yurlock and then Bell B, so that my turn in my second main phase, I generated like six six extra mana, and then I did Horizon Stone, so that was good. So I was like Horizon Stone had like eleven on it, and then the next turn, top deck Nyx Bloom Ancient, pretty good. Uh. 
didn't do anything did not spend a single piece of mana because wow. i was like I, I think i was like literally in top deck mode rights uh. of flourishing oh this is why because i had rights of flourishing so everyone was drawing to and playing lands but i also had a uh, bottomless pit so everyone had to discard a land so everyone was just or everyone had to discard from their hand so then literally at the end of turn tapped out everything had about 65 floating mana top deck and sanguinate <laughs> no one was playing blue oh wow. that was awesome that's disgusting uh, then I got to I got to try out the rogue deck that I built. Uh, big props to Squee McGee, and it was pretty normal. It wasn't anything crazy, but if you remember correctly, uh, during our Commander 2021 not so accurate set review, I believe at least you and maybe all three of us talked about Guillaume Master Chef, the food producing uh, the food producing troll warlock. So uh, as it happened. There was not one, not two, but four your four guyomes on the battlefield at once. So what? someone copied one. I had Sakashima enter the battlefield okay. as one, and then I copied another one. So the guy, <laughs> the commander, was playing it. It was a parody. I was generating uh, more food tokens. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, and then I lost. I don't remember how, but I ended up losing that one. But there was four. <laughs> Four Guillaumes, and it completely threw off combat for like six turns in a row. I'm glad to hear Jesus. you can make food tokens also, which is one of the things that I, have, I recall we absolutely trashed <clears throat> when it came out. Yeah. Correct, because well, it's because from food that trash suck. set. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, but at least you get to use them in one of your decks. It's very exciting. Very true. Very true. Well, that's going to wrap up 40 Life at a Dash. Now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse. What's the plane chase? of the unbind we are meeting again to discuss a card that has been irrevocably put on the ban list <laughs> no we're not talking about you know paradoxogen oh, that will be addressed one day but today we'll talk about one of the fairest cards on the ban list <laughs> in upheaval this is this is upheaval <laughs> so upheaval should be unbanned and here's what the card is for colorless blue blue it's a sorcery it's at the rarity of rare and you can pick one up for nine cents from modern horizons mm. too mm. You can also it's, pay the iron price of 85 cents to pick one up in gold bordered. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and uh, it states on the card, the calm comes after the storm. Yes, it has flavor text, but more importantly, return all permanents to their owner's hands. Yes. So as a reminder of how this council conducts our business, is as forth said shall. I will make my argument to unbend this beautiful piece of artwork. And then the council, my fellow hosts, will either agree or deny with supporting points. And then it shall be a vote to see if we can overturn the rules committee's uh, ruling. So, uh, <laughs> here is how we're going to do this. I have four points to make. 
Uh, it's universal. It literally happens to everyone. So it's not one-sided. It's only one mana less than Cyclonic Rift, and it's at sorcery speed. So I believe so, the first point out of your mouth is it's fair. I say it is fair. It is a well-balanced, fair card by itself. Okay. That's the thing. We get carried yeah. away with in Magic is, well, this card with this card and this card. Nope. The card as it stands is a fair Magic card. Point number two. Deuce. Uh, don't come at me with a Teferi Protection argument, because that's what everyone does. Oh, you cast this, and then you put Teferi's Protection on the stack, and you phase out, then everyone else gets the poom, and it's bounced, and you get to keep all your stuff. And yes, people always talk in a Brooklyn accent when <laughs> they're making say, arguments so, so, at me. So, so it's far, almost like they covered. got a new haircut, and then they played Teferi's <laughs> Protection, and then they played Upheaval, and it all added up nice. So... We've traversed to Adventure Time land, the, the island of Goo, with the unbannable uh, Levin Grab. Now we're traveling to many states in Newark, in New Jersey. There's yes. two more planes, potentially, and one of them may even be not New York. The plane where people go, <laughs> mts, 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 mts. And so, and so here's the deal, is uh, if Tef pros the argument, well, you got to be in white, too. So that means you're in Azorius. That's now more restrictive to the deck. Also, people already do Teferi's Protection Mass Land Destruction, which is basically the same thing. So, don't come at me with Teferi's Protection, because it's not really an argument. It already happens today, and I might say at less mana. Sounds like a uh, pretty good point. For the third point, if it's a game reset, but sometimes this <sighs> could improve the experience. Some people get mana screwed. Some people went way too fast and need to reset. We've even talked today in our own Facebook chat about the spirit of the game and rule zero and making sure that people are having a good time. Well, who's to say upheaval isn't the police at the table to make sure we need to have a good time. Plus, if you want to look at it as a game reset, Karn's Ultimate does that today. That's not banned, and that's even more oppressive because they actually get to start the game with stuff on their field. And uh, just normal Mr. Commodore fight for the last one. Uh, World Purge <laughs> is me. legal at only two more mana. And yes, it's a hybrid CMC, but we just did talk about how Teferi's Protection needs the hybrid CMC deck as well. So that's not really an argument either. And I would even argue World Purge is worse than just Upheaval because, at least with Upheaval, when it goes to your opponent's turns, they have an opportunity to play a land if they had Mana Rocks out, get the Mana Rocks out. Maybe they had Mana Dorks. They could get that stuff. They can rebuild their board. It's just not that great. But we all have to do that. World Purge specifically states that each player chooses up to seven cards in his or her hand after they return all the permanents that they own to their hands and then shuffle all but seven into the library. So World Purge is even worse because you actually don't even have the opportunity. You actually have to pick what seven you want to keep. Mm. So that is the argument done by Mr. Cabo number five. <laughs> Squee McGee. Do you agree or disagree? It should be unbanned. Well, look, I'm going to bring my new f***ing haircut in here, and I'm probably going to say, you know, like down here in the Jersey Shore, I think this card's pretty dope. 
okay? Because I can go out there with my haircut, with my affliction shirt on, and then I can walk into the club and the whole place just bounces up and down, doesn't know what to do with themselves. They have to restart. As soon as I walk in, the game restarts. I think it's pretty awesome. So uh, if you're asking me, I say that this card gets to be unbanned. That's where I want to. That's where I want to take this. I think you have a couple of really nice points. So now we're going to transition into, oh, I don't know, maybe like a maybe like a Midwestern country accent here. Let's see what we got here. Maybe a. <laughs> Wait, why are we all doing accents all of a sudden? It's just not an accent. But no, no. Here's the thing: is we're doing bits and accents right now because it forces you to do an accent, and you are terrible (laughs) at doing accents. Oh boy! So so spin the wheel. (laughs) No. Well, I say, boy. So this card here, also to your point, there are other cards that do things like this. Yeah, and I don't really think that you're going to be able to bring in a lot of other color schemes and make this. A very useful card without having to tutor for something to make it work right so it's six mana yeah that seems a little bit light on the mana for something this impactful i will give you that however however this affects you too and if you're not going to be able to you know protect your own board state which we've announced that that is possible but a little bit difficult I think that this card is a very fair, as per your first point, a very fair way to reset the game. Now, going to regular squee here, I do have one point on why I don't like this card, and we've talked about this at length a whole bunch, and that is, god damn it, games take forever, and this is just gonna nuke your game time. It's gonna make it go two or three X on what it normally would be because you're going to restart. You're going to have less resources. A lot of people have already spent their good cards trying to win the game and they're probably not going to have access to get those back after you play something like this. So my only argument really against this card would be it is going to make the game time if you do pull it off. And that is another point of mine. There are counter spells out there. There are ways to just say, oh yeah, you played this. Also, it's at sorcery speed, which I don't think we've talked about. So it's not like you're dropping an instant on the board and just resetting so other than game length i like this card i think it should be unbanned i think it's flavorful to the game because it is absolutely fair big tuck what accent are you begrudgingly going to do <laughs> as he pounds his drink it's i be grog me matey oh. as you best be knowing my my def, me default accent be one of a pirate one of the plunderers <laughs> on the red crimson sea <laughs> thanks to thanks to my severe thanks to me severe adhd i'd be latching on to any cut any accent that i'd be annoying my neighbors with and for for me mateys that i'd be playing the high seas game of dungeons and dragons with they'd be knowing that i'd be committing to this accent like a leech be committing onto the side of a vessel uh methinks that wizards has a very it's okay strange, you can move on you can move on has a very strange conception of what be being on the ban list or not for instance they allow the insanity of the of the crimson tide of world fire to be ripped asunder from the ban list where it slept at the, like i slept at the bottom of davy jones lockers with all you with all you madres uh but this card which effectively does the same thing except for slightly less mana and doesn't reduce everyone's life totals to one can be <laughs> can also be summarily 
plagiarized and bootied across multiple people's faces. Bootied. So, ye, ye be bringing up, oh, ye be bringing up the old white matey to fairy's protection, which is blast to ballast across many a bow in many ways. Well, this scurvy sea dog be saying that that card is effectively broken in and of itself. And if, <laughs> and if ye out there cruising around with the jo raising the Jolly Rogers might be complaining about how it be interacting with this card, me, Big Tuck, be asking ye, why not be banning Teferi's protection and leaving these other cards out in the playing field? Ooh. See, now we're on to something. No, that's that's way, an idea I, I like that idea a lot did you also in the middle of that pirate rant say that you slept in davy jones's locker with all of ye madres like uh, everyone's mothers <laughs> i that'd be correct that'd be correct mr big squee okay. just needed to double them check that them scurvy wenches be sleeping at the bottom of more than one pit in their life my mother is a uh, saint yeah i know she's really nice uh, uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, that's kind of my issue with this whole thing, right? And, like, it's fine. My, like... Hey, Tuck, I have something that might help you. Yes. Do you, do you, because I know, I'm, I'm understanding your world fire, so I actually have an, a thought. Wouldn't banning Teferi's protection be a similar move as to when the rules committee banned Flash? Because it wasn't necessarily Protean Hulk that was the issue, it was Flash combo that was the issue. Right, and what do they, they banned Flash, right? Yeah, they banned yeah, Flash because okay. the CEDH community went insane and everyone's like, well, we don't even care, but they did it anyways. And then I went on right, a rant right. of CEDH should be separate and then I failed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if, if <laughs> Teferi's Protection's enabling uh, Armageddon, World Fire, Upheaval, all these Decre oppressive- Decree of Annihilation, yeah. Yep, if, if, it's, if it's doing all of that and enabling people to cheat, essentially, then it'd be better to ban Teferi's protection and leave all this other stuff unbanned. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think that's the thing, right? In similar scope to Worldfire, the people that are going to run this unfairly are already doing that with different cards that aren't banned, right? So mm -hmm. I think like there's better arguments for cards. Like if you want to talk about like smoothing play styles and that sort of things, I think there's other cards that do more, even though they don't seem like it, than the upheavals of the world, right? I think it's, I don't like this card, right? I would never play it, even if it's unbanned. But yep. the same token, Worldfire has been unbanned for two months now. I don't know a single person that owns a copy, that wants a copy, that's looking for a copy, or is building Worldfire decks left, right, and center, right? And maybe this is like cheesier because it costs less, I suppose, but it's like, whatever. I don't know. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with this banning. The, the the bigger thing though is like yeah it's three less and it's in blue so you could say that makes it more powerful but world fire does to your point tuck makes everyone's life total one and right. it does exile your hands and graveyards as well um and so i mean i i guess people might say world fire is fair because it's not making the game go longer because everyone's life totals at one so it's like whoever can get the mana dork down wins the game i guess yeah but right, that, right. that almost doesn't even seem like a fun interaction or play style like i don't want my game to come down to you playing a nine drop spell and who can get lanawar elves out the quickest right or lightning bolt or whatever yeah. right yeah. whatever bullshit burn spell that you have so that's so that's that's why that's where I'm going. That's where I'll end, I'll end it. Uh, I got thrown off from the pirate accent, but yes, I feel like this card's only broken because people are going to play it brokenly or it's paired with other broken cards that aren't banned. I do have a quick question because Mr. Combo brought up a point that made me think a little bit. It is in blue. 
other than blue or green, do you think if it was any other color, it would have been banned? Well, it wouldn't fit any other color pie. So I think I think that it would have to. Okay, if we're just saying mechanically, I think it would stay unbanned in white. Yeah, I because think- black could black can tutor it. Green can technically get yeah, it in and out green, of the graveyard I would say a lot. Would be a given. Like green's already just powerful enough. But. Um, red, red does have like copy effects that you might be able to get it back to hand. So maybe there's like something there to where you could like repeat use yeah, it. it White, tough, white's, white's the one that I think has the fewest ways to abuse it outside of Teferi's protection. Okay. Okay. Right. I think that's the only way to do it. But also like, okay, so upheaval, right? Or Carlos double blue. But then you look at our uh, devastation, which only costs three white and destroys all non-land permanents which is arguably harder to come back from depending on what the game state is. And that's perfectly legal and people love it, right? Yeah. So like, again, you discard, but it's it's a symmetrical effect. And then everyone's like, okay, great. Now I'm just gonna like, it's Karn. It's like play, it's there's some unglued card that you like play a game of magic underneath the table, yes, right? Yeah. Whoever wins that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's effectively what this is. And the same people that are gonna play this aren't going to play those other cards. So yeah, I I think it's silliness. The the one interesting thing I just thought of with Worldfire is I was trying to sit here and think of like, how do you win on the spot? So if there's a way in red, Vildekanori, to play it Flash, you literally Pyrohemia activate it oh. once and then flash in Worldfire, it resolves, and then Pyrohemia resolves and then deals the damage and then the, everyone dies. No, it's the a easier, nice tie. The easier way is you just play Jessica Thrice Reborn as your commander, and as soon as you have 10 mana, you just win on the spot. You float 10, world fire, everyone's life becomes one, you cast her from the command zone for three, and then her minus X just deals three damage to all all opponents. (laughs) Uh, That's great. Well, we're on to the final decision. Mr. Combo will cast his vote first. Well, thank you, proprietor. Uh, I will right. be uh, putting my stamp of uh, having no friends when I play EDH on unbanning upheaval. I mean, come on. There's literally Unban- no true argument outside of game length. And you know what? People complain about Armageddon doing that, Decree of Annihilation doing that. And we leave those unbanned. Worldfire just got unbanned. Hardly. I don't. I've never even. I forgot it got unbanned, to be frank. So that shows how little I have seen it or heard about it or seen people complaining about it. So to me, upheaval is just a dumb card that's on the reserve or on the ban list that honestly should become unbanned. Because I'll tell you, this council's objective is to make this ban list close to non-existent as possible. (laughs) Squeebicky, how should you cast your votes? Well, as the resident swing vote, it would seem, depending on which way I choose here, which also, extremely mediocre Kevin Costner movie. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, Swing vote? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he somehow becomes the last person in the United States that is eligible to vote and could not make it. And he decides an exact tie. Anyways, sorry. Tangent. Uh, Also, wait, 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 real quick on the swing vote. Uh, 
I've never seen, I'm posting this to the Discord chat real quick. I've never seen Kevin Costner on the cover of Swing Vote and uh, the Duff Man in the you same know, room. You know, you have literally done this bit before, verbatim. <laughs> yeah! Like, I'm not even kidding. Verbatim. I think maybe one of the last Council of the Unbans, Squee talks about Swing Vote and Kevin Costner, a mediocre movie. Tut goes in and says, hey, check the Discord. Duff just looks like Kevin Costner on the cover of Swing Vote. Literally, you could cut and paste that conversation, and it was identical. I, I, challenge, the I challenge thee out there in the Discord, in the Patreon community, in the collective. Find that. Please let us know where it's at. I would love to have a bit so good we had to do it twice without even knowing. Uh, just just like the sway and tired of the glass sea, me jokes be coming back to shore. <laughs> Either way, all right. This card stays like it has to stay. It's a great card. I think it's entertaining. I think it is very fair. I don't you see want it any unbanned. issues. Yeah, yeah, unbanned. Yes. Unbanned. I, yeah, I guess that was confusing. But yes, unban this card. <sighs> I never really thought about it before, but yeah, get rid of get rid of Teferi's protection. Fuck it. <laughs> Either way, I like this card. I think it's fun. I think it has, other than the time constraint, which I talked about earlier, which to me in my head is kind of minor because there's so many other things that do that as well. Play with it. Enjoy it. Wipe your own board. Wipe everybody else's board. <laughs> if you do it on the right turn order, you're going to screw some people out of like having to discard and stuff. I think it's really cool. Speaking with cure... Blah. Speaking with pure chaotic anarchy. Big hey. Tuck, what is your final thought? If you're if you're gonna unban Worldfire, just go ahead and unban this. <laughs> and like there's another card which we'll get to at some point, which does this, but it's more expensive. Like, make up your make up your mind, right? There's other cards and the ban list like the ban list is just all over the place. Again, the only person I know on this chat or who I play with in general that would put this in decks would be Mr. Commoner 5, but he also runs <laughs> Armageddon, Decree of Annihilation, and all the other cards that are effectively just as backbreaking. Yep. In a bunch of other decks. Like, I don't know. I think it I think it's overthought. It's annoying for sure, but if you're playing in a in a group that's gonna play upheaval, they're already playing cards that are doing this just slightly less efficiently. Well, that settles it. That's three for three on bad upheaval. Make sure you write your electronic messages to the rules committee on their very ancient website. I think it's still in text format with no images. Uh, mis <laughs> uh, Mr. Big Tuck could probably confirm. Well, that's going to wrap up. What's the plane chase? Now that last segment, Squee dives into those creative juices with the weather Welcome back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight, Ethereum electric car that might sneak under the radar a little bit and can't get shot down because it's already on the ground. Newscast. Is your, pass is your passenger Mel Gibson? Uh, <laughs> wow. Because he has a passion for... No, because he was one of the first owners of the, of the Chevy Volt back when that existed. God. Oh, do you remember Deep the cut. movie... Uh, Oh, why am I Apoc blanking Apocalypto? on this? No, no, no. Be cool. 
John Travolta drives the oh. Honda Insight, the first hybrid. And it's the tiny ass car. Of yeah. <laughs> and then like the, the rental car person comes up and he's like, I ordered a Cadillac. And the guy goes, well, yeah, this is the Cadillac, a hybrid, sir. Anyways, beautiful movie. Watch it if you have not. Andre 3000's performance in that is worth at least a couple of Oscars. Um, we're talking about Mono Black. We're talking about yeah. post-Halloween kind of vibes. We're talking about Massacre Girl. So, oh, yeah. yes. Three colorless, two black, legendary creature, human assassin. It's a rare menace. When Massacre Girl enters the battlefield, each other creature gets minus one, minus one until end of turn. Whenever a creature dies this turn, each creature other than Massacre Girl gets neg one, neg one until end of turn. And it's a four, four. Um, so many possibilities with this. It's such a just fuck with everybody's board states, mess with your own board state. I like it. And I think it's a little bit slow because it costs five mana. So I'll preface that like you got to kind of ramp into getting this out there to get your engine running. But there's some things you can do in the meantime to, you know, mess with people, build up a board state of weenies and then be able to wipe, go for it and with people. But yes, Massacre Girl is uh, pretty interesting. It's a lot of flavor. flavor, And it's one that I remember getting previewed and people being like, huh, how do I make that work in Commander? And I think in the 99, Mm -hmm. she's a slam dunk in most decks that run black. I mean, she's pretty great. It's almost always a complete creature board wipe, even indestructible stuff. As a commander, they'll be so interested to see how you try to figure out how to use her effects multiple times to where she's like, is this almost like Voltron board wipe control, like mono black stacks? And I'm just going to constantly murder everything and just kill you with Massacre Girl over and over and over. There's a lot of cool directions you can do. Yeah. Uh, And on that, she was one of the few cards that was mentioned on two cards before ever getting a card of herself. A fan favorite uh, of Worthos Nerds, comma, suck it. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but I also, uh, before being featured on a podcast, uh, had a Zanga profile at one point, and I was mentioned at least no more than two times. Mr. Comma, are you drinking those white Russians right from the can again? Yeah. (laughs) Right from from the can. (laughs) What a pro. It's like a beer, but 14%. Oh my god! 14%? It's like wine, which also I've been drinking. The wet oh, cast been, returns. I, I wow, have I'm been, the sober one today. What the hell? Oh, I'm sober, but I have been on a Chianti kick ever since I got back from Italy. I can't I stop believe drinking you can it. you be on a Chianti oh kick and be sober while drinking a 14% white Russian, which you did hey, just finish. Hey. Mr. Combo <laughs> never said he was sober. Don't put words in yes, his mouth. Yes, he did. I, yeah, well, I said I wasn't. Can't remember the phrase. Drunk, inebriated. <laughs> it was one of them. I'm none of them. I'm I just fact I, check I've this had later I've, in the editing, boys. This will be I've, great. I've, I've had this one one drink. Uh huh. This one strong is that what you're, drink. Is that what you're packing on? Is that what you were packing last <laughs> Saturday? Is this a whole case of those white Russian beverages? Oh my god! Whole case. 
What? For the, we're because remember this is in the future. So last week, oh, at the oh, 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 oh. Uh, absolutely not. If I drink these all night, I will black out. And a four pack's <laughs> like sixteen dollars or fourteen dollars. Jeez, yeah, oh, it's insanely Lord. expensive. All so, right. uh, anyways, Squee, anyway, what yes. cards are going to make Massacre Girl work <laughs> in the game of magic, not in the game of drinking? All right. So first one I want to talk about is an artifact. It's a artifact I've never played. It's well under a dollar, if I remember right. It's four mana. We're talking a crow and horse. So artifact creature <laughs> horse. Horns. It's a rare. It's defender zero four. When a crow and horse enters the battlefield, if an opponent or enters the battlefield, an opponent gains control of it, and then it has at the beginning of your upkeep, each opponent creates a one one white soldier creature token. So all you're doing is just dumping out weenies onto the board for everybody else, including your own board state. And then you're going to use Massacre Girl's effect to make them die, use other things to burn them out, do stuff like that. And then that's just going to give you fuel to your fire. I really like this because it's so funny. Like you could give it to you to like use as a blocker because you're just going to like kill everything anyways. Because mm -hmm. normally a crow and horse, you always, I mean, A, it enters the battlefield, you give it to an opponent, but you want the opponent to have it because you want the one ones. I mean, right. this is very much a situation to where you could do like a... Uh, uh, homeward path, get the Acroan horse back, have a zero four blocker, because I yeah. mean, it can block. You and know, you go just, four turn cycles around, and then, hey, Masker Girl, 39 creatures die. Yeah, Everyone it's, loses lives. It's easy gas. Just dump it out there. And even if it stays on the opponent opponent's board state, I don't mind getting a 1-1 one, one because I have a blocker. I also will probably have some sack outlets or other things to use this with where I can dump those 1-1s one, out at any time. So you're giving yourself a lot more flexibility. No matter what side of the board this is on, it's going to be giving you good, usable 1-1 one, one weenies. One of this would have been a, a spicy pickin', Mr. Combo? Weenie. Uh, what? To tox roll. Oh, this would have been spicy <laughs> and tox roll. Right? Oh, man. We let Tomer down. <laughs> well, if that's you're what we do Tomer, now you know. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's listening to every minute. He better yeah, be. I don't, even think he listens to, I don't even think he listens to his own content. Why? Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Okay, uh, moving on. So we're diving into the black cards now. Another rare. It's a nightmare. It's called Dread Presence. So 3-3. Three, three. Another oh, rare. It's yes. a nightmare. 3-3. Yep. Three, three, three colors and a black to play. It's a creature nightmare. Uh, from M20, I believe, most recently. Whenever a swamp enters the battlefield under your control, choose one. You draw a card and you lose one life. Maybe use that, maybe don't. More interesting to me, Dread Presence deals two damage to any target and you gain two life. So I like doing this because you can knock out creatures if you don't have a good way to get rid of them after Massacre Girl comes in. And you can use her effect again to wipe some more weenies out. You can also use this as a way to just slowly ping people or use it as, as we've said in the past, modal cards are pretty nice. This gives you flexibility to draw cards, gain gain life, and or burn somebody down. So I see this as being a very useful card that people probably aren't going to target too much because it's not really going to just blast the board apart or knock somebody out instantly. It's just going to be a card where you have to think of the value. So the thing I like about this is, A, you're in mono black, so you can run uh, Urborg, uh, Tomb of Yawgmoth, and all the fetch lands, because essentially it's a swamp oh, coming sure. in, and then you crack it, and then it comes back as a swamp. So you're getting double triggers. I like it also because I think the key to Massacre Girl and where maybe she didn't take off as a commander 
is that she initially just does a single negative one on everything and it only triggers again if something dies mm -hmm. and eventually when you get to that later game everyone has four fours or five fives and it's like okay i cast my commander but nothing happened and right. so yeah. i passed the turn so dread presence is cool because like if it's out on the battlefield and you want to cast your commander in that mid to late game but you want to make sure her triggers can actually do something you get, okay, I'm going to play a land. Let's trigger Dread Presence. I'm going to ping that three toughness down to one. Yep. Now I can actually start a chain and yep. get it going um, and do what, do what she wants. So very, very cool card because it gives you a lot of that flexibility. Absolutely. And I believe, Mr. Combo, you recommended this at least once in a bottle capping. So Hell yeah. near, near and dear to your heart. Mm -hmm. Considering I've never bought one. <laughs> All right. We got uh, two left on the docket. This is the only uncommon of the day. We're talking about Scavenger Drake, which just has to be in here so three what? colorless and a black creature drake flying whenever another creature dies you may put a one one counter on scavenger drake it's oh a one -one. that's oh. so good you just oh tuck that's so good it just, it just gets huge down. forever oh so here yeah, okay so curve. here's so here's the kicker okay here's the kicker because here's how you got to do it you gotta you have to make sure that you have some sack fodder on your board oh, before course. you cast Masker Girl. Because as long as you can have this be a two-two, I think it'll live forever. No matter what. Oh, so as long as it's a two-two dies, then this gets everything it, dies. And then it gets, Masker it's Girl's triggers goes ahead. on the stacks. Right. Yep, you always put the triggers on, and uh -huh. so it's always one toughness ahead, <laughs> and it can never that. die. Oh, yeah, that's great. it'll just keep. It'll literally just keep happening until it just Masker Girl has no one else to kill. Well, and the best part is he keeps all the counters because it's not minus yep. one minus one counters. It's just minus one minus one until end of turn. Yeah, that's really good. That's yeah. awesome. Nine cents, they say. <laughs> they say. Maybe not anymore. This is a uh, squee raising up the prices with inflation. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be like, whoa, it's 13 cents. It's a 40% increase. Actually, if we now, get Mr. to 13 Combo, cents, I will throw a party. There's no way it's getting that high. Now, Mr. Combo, I'm going to challenge your fantasy aesthetic. Do you know what the difference between a dragon and a drake are? It's a dark answer. Thank you. A Dargon and a Drake. I didn't want him to get confused. <laughs> so I, uh, and I'm, I'm probably wrong, but I feel like Drake's, their arms are also attached to the wings. Like it's kind yes! of like a part of it. Mm -hmm. And dragons have separated arms. I believe yes, they're also dragons. all rappers from Canada. Dargon, Dargon, <laughs> nice. Dargon has four, four arms, two wings. Drake simply have two interesting Wait, look at that I, I knew it that, was, you know, a only, that was a very impressive the only reason i knew it is i was like you asked the question and i'm like looking at this dragon it's like okay every dragon i know has used its arms at some point but then i started thinking of drake tokens and i was like oh. well he has a real nice fade and he is the best rapper alive apparently uh but then i thought about the creature and i was like you know what i don't think i've ever seen just like arms and wings on the card it's always like the wings and arms are out together so there we go all right I got one more for you. What is the difference in this scope between a uh, Drake and a Worven? Oh, I don't know what a what Worven is, a is. Oh, maybe they haven't done that in Magic yet. But a, a <laughs> Worven, its tail is poisonous. Oh, it's got a stinger. Okay. <laughs> 
We take us home in this weatherlight report. Tuck's hitting like levels of nerdness <laughs> I didn't think he had. And now I I'm concerned for the health of this cast. I yeah. still got it, baby. Hopefully yeah. this last one's a vampire, then we can really get into it. Oh boy, it's not a vampire. It is not a Damn creature it. at all. It is a card everyone knows, everyone loves. It is still way too cheap for what Upheaval. it does. Is it a is it a worm? It is not a worm. Damn it. It's not a creature at all. Either way. This yeah. card fits here in this deck that. so goddamn well. Sudden spoiling has to go here. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's Slam too just mean. This card's like a dollar ten or a dollar fourteen or something like that, which is just dumb. Which we predicted on our time spiral something or another. I think it was a prediction of time spiral, and we all were yep. right on the split second cards. Yep. Yep. Anyways, so for those playing the home gate that don't know, one colorless, two black. It's a rare, it's an instant with split second. And then until end of turn, creatures target player controls lose all abilities and have base power and toughness zero two, which to Mr. Combo's point a little bit ago, you got the four, four, five, five, six, six, whatever giant beater creatures that you have out on the board that are threatening you down. You can go target that player with this use massacre girl, wipe their board out, but it massacre girl doesn't work because it's only going to put all of them to zero one. You still have to figure out another way to get one of them a single point of damage to start the loot. Oh, mm. sure. And this deck would be chock full of destroy creature effects and all sorts of other things that will trigger massacre girl's second ability. So even if it's not her entering the battlefield, Whenever a creature dies this turn, each creature other than her gets neg one, neg one. So you can sack out, let some of your one, one weenies do this a couple of times, build that up, get two at a time. I don't really see that being an issue in black because if you got one, one tokens, you got one, one whatever's sack outlets. And there's all sorts of ways to recur from graveyards in black as well. You keep running that loop, sack them, bring them back, sack them, bring them back. You can burn down just about bite, any creature you want. <laughs> So, in my mind, Massacre Girl is, yeah, it's a nice feature to have when it enters the battlefield. Everything gets neg one, neg one, but it's whenever a creature dies, and it's not your own creatures, it's a creature dies, everybody else gets neg one, neg one. So, that's what you would abuse with this is blowing up somebody else's thing, kind of building that up. But I'm pretty sure, and Tuck, correct me if I'm wrong, that's a block of text, so when you go to your next turn, you don't get the whenever a creature dies this turn, she does the negative one until end of turn. Right? Tuck? Correct. Correct. Okay. So the entire turn that you have mm -hmm. until you go to your end step, and whenever a creature dies, whether she's on the battlefield or not, that ability will trigger. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So even so a card a card I feel like you need to have in this deck, um, and I can't remember it off the top of my head, it's the black pyrohemia. Uh, Necropotence. Or no, sorry. Ne uh, no. God damn it. Uh, pestilence. <laughs> pestilence. Pestilence. There pestilence. we go. Oh, yeah, pestilence yeah. is a hands down auto include in here. Because I think, you know, Squee to like the point we've talked about, that card by itself solves all of Massacre Girl's problems of needing like one thing to die to kind of start the chain going. Yep. It's like, oh, I need a pestilence like twice. Okay, I'll go down two life, ding yeah. everything by two. Massacre Girl, wipe the board, yeah, you know, do beautiful. a whole bunch of shenanigans. Just beautiful. And Just beautiful. It's even better because as long as you don't put to four or more, you still get Massacre Worm. You get to keep Pestilence. <laughs> no, Massacre Girl's each other creature. She never gets affected. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So I'm saying that as long as as long as long as long as you still have Massacre Girl, you don't have to sacrifice Pestilence. And then now you can start uh, picking other stuff down. 
Oh, yeah, but you, you said, oh, you meant like the, as long as you didn't do four on pestilence. Correct. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, I mm -hmm. thought you meant like, oh, yeah, as long as you like kill a four, cre or kill a four thing, or, you know, less than four, she lives. And I was like, what? No, but. Wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> what? All right. All that being said, this has got, you know, it's going to be a little tricky to pull off, but it's got some legs. I like it. I think it's a great card. I do, too. There you go, everybody. Go out, make your massacre tribal if you want. Massacre girls, massacre worms. Oh God, massacre uh, tribal. What meat, meat, hook, meat, hook meat massacre. massacre is now out. You know, you can you can do all of this if you would like to. I'm here to fuel your dreams. I'll kick it back to the Action Four News Desk with Mr. Combo and Big Tuck. Wait, before you do that, remember, Sir Conrad the Grim would be really good in this deck too. Oh, of course, yeah, has to be. Back to the back to the news desk. <laughs> and good night. <laughs> just kidding thank you for staying with us and as always remember to support the cmd tower team by retweeting subscribing following liking sharing and placing orders at cmdtower.com slash merch even when the website runs really slow uh, another way to support your news team is head over to our patreon patreon.com slash cmd tower with war tiers for all the budgets there is a way that you the collective can help you can stay in touch with the mtg action for news team by following us on twitter facebook and our website cmdtower.com you can communicate directly with your team at cmd tower at mr Conrad five all spelled out except for the five at dear squee at big tuck tweeting for your mtg action for news team good morning good afternoon good evening and go buy our holiday sweater ah!